believe it? Can you believe it? It is 2021. It's a new year. And it is against that podcast. It is your boy. You know who it is. Down there for AKA the basketball man. The notorious ones on the other side. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here, man. Live. What's up? Live. And color. Can you believe it? 2021. All this COVID going on. We still got to provide some entertainment. It's been holidays. Kids been out of school. People been on vacation. We about to send you back to work tomorrow. With this on your mind, we have a good time. We start this off right. That's right. Let's do it. Man, I, I got to say it. I, I got to say, you know, week 17 football, you know, my same. Oh, yeah. we, well, we got the Bears next Sunday, first round. But your team, man, that was close. Man, that was a tight game, man, which it shouldn't have been, but we got the W. And we now the AFC South champs, and we play Baltimore next week at noon. I'm going to say that. Ryan Tannehill, right, Ryan Tannehill bomb, that boink field goal, remind me of Tecmo Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That it definitely kicker, was that. That rookie kicker saved the day, and, well, it's going to be some damn good playoffs. But let's talk about it. Let, let's just get into the show. Right. See, I was going to talk about WrestleMania main events, but I, I, I did a little twist. I, I'm going to do something a little bit different. We're still going to talk about WrestleMania. We're going to talk about one man. See, see, a lot of people know him as this name. But see, if you a real fan, you knew him as the master of pain coming out of Memphis. Right. Me and Mark Callis. Mm-hmm. But everybody know him as the phenom, the Undertaker. Now, why are we talking about the Undertaker? I could just got. I just. It, it only means one thing. We got to talk about. We got to talk about the streak. Oh, of course. We we, we, we got to talk about the streak. We got to talk about the wrestlers that he faced at these WrestleManias. I mean, some of them were great. Some of them were not so great. But let me ask you this. Why the Undertaker? I mean, what what was so special about the Undertaker, especially when he became the Undertaker? It was just he was a different. It was just something different about him. You know, the persona, the you know, nothing has you haven't seen nothing like that before. You know, you you know, you had your Hogans and your Savages and your Warriors. You know, they were all unique in their own way, but the Undertaker was a different type of unique. You know what I mean? Right. Coming coming from you know Death Valley. You know, and you know, talking about he burying people and resting in peace, and and then had his little minion with him, which he was Paul Paul Bearer. You know, well, you I wouldn't call him a manager, actually. Yeah, but you gotta, <laughs> you gotta go back though. You yeah. gotta take it back. See, he was brought in by Brother Love. Right, he was brought in by Brother Love. That's right. But as a kid, I didn't think about it too much. But looking back, I like that didn't fit well. You know. But now when I saw Paul Bearer come in, I said, oh, okay, this is different here. And I don't right. know why they called him a manager. He wasn't like a manager. He was more like a minion. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Yeah. You and, had your, and, your slicks and your, you know, you had your Bobby Heenans and your slicks and all that. They were managers. Right. <laughs> you know. Tell so. me about The Undertaker. You know, he been around and for those who don't know get your notebook out he is before the youngest wwe champion in history 26 years old when he won the title in 91 oh yeah that's no book about all these years seven-time world champion is that was that enough oh he should have won more Mm, that was all right yeah seven times is fine yeah Yeah. that's fine now considering you know he seven-time world champion Hardcore champion, yeah, tag team champion. Yeah, he, he's done a lot, but let, let's get into it. Let's talk about these matches. Like I said, we might we might talk about some more than others, and some we might just just, just walk on by with. But we got to start off with the very first, the very first victim. We might as well say WrestleMania Seven, Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Yeah. I say this match with him pretty much it was a four-minute squad match, but I say this match was appropriate for the Undertaker for this reason. 
to a lot of people may not remember this, but Jimmy Snooker was the phenom at was the phenom before the Undertaker came. Gorilla right. Monsoon used to set him as the phenom. So it's almost like they're gonna take the old phenom, make them take the new phenom, almost like a passing of the torch thing. And around that time, Snooker was on his white door anyway. So why not pattern him with, you know, I would say a, a legend, a hall of famer. Right. Did that work for you? Yeah, that worked for me. Cause um, you know, that, that I would have chose Snooker, you know, because everybody know, you know, Taker was the new kid in town, you know, so to speak. And, you know, you had the veterans that, you know, that's how it works. Now you had the veterans come in and put over the new guys, you know, so Snooker was their veteran that take, you know, he could put take over and make him look good. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He definitely did that. He definitely did that. But let's 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 jump on over to WrestleMania eight. I hate these Roman numerals, so if I mess it up, I we'll, we'll work on that. Jake the Snake Roberts was victim number two, and this was running time when this 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 was trust me, Jake. Am I right? Yeah, this was trust me, Jake. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes, this was about maybe three months before he went to WCW. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we remember, but. And I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, this happened at the um, the funeral parlor with the Jake the Snake that snapped, that smashed his hand in the in the coffin. Right. It broke his hand. It broke his and hand. And he was on the miss. And on the miss. And this was Taker. And Taker was slowly. See, we didn't really know if Taker was going to turn heel or face at the time. But when Jake turned on him at the funeral parlor, we knew it. Because it was like an odd turn, you know, an odd baby face turn. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like take a, a good guy like he, I don't think he really cares. You know, I would have kept him neutral. You know what I'm saying? It's me personally. But I think that was more so the fans. I, I think the fans think did so? that. Okay. You know, back then in the nine, I think that was that was more of a, th- a fan thing. And then Jake was so hated. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's from from being one of the most everything. popular dudes. Right, because everything he did to Macho Man and all that, yeah. What he did to Savage, what he did to Warrior, and now you jumping on Taker. Right. You, you, you literally slapped Elizabeth. She, I think that was the first time she actually got struck on TV. Yeah. I say, other than when Savage fell on her at Saturday Night's Main Event, that was it. Right. I'm I, talking about somebody actually physically touching her. Yeah. yeah. And they, and they made, and they sold that so perfect. Right. Besides Again, another short match. <laughs> I mean, that was that was another short match, another six minute match. Right. And take got that pinfall, but we got to go to victim three, and this this we just got surpassed this one. Victim three, Giant Gonzalez, WrestleMania nine. This qualification that was the biggest waste of, of space ever, and that and that man, I don't even know why John Gonzalez was even in the WWE. Uh, I guess you know. He was unique as in well, I, I would give him this. He was unique at his own right. He was taller than everybody, you know, seven eight, I think he was. About yes, seven he was, eight. Yeah, he was, yeah, seven, he was seven, seven. You had a tall, skinny dude, four hundred pounds, which makes absolutely no sense. Right, because I can I looked at him when he debuted. I said, What is Ellie Gante doing here? Cause I knew Ellie Gante, you know what I mean? He was, and that's how they really should have kept him. I mean, you put that little, you want to make him heal fine, but you put that little goofy suit on him. Yeah. I like I like the Harvey Whippleman outcome of it. Right. I did like that part, but they did, but they just they just they they sold him wrong. What he they could have done with him is make him like Andre. I know he can't move like that. He could chop and you know and kick, you know, little bitty kicks. He just chop and, and choke people. You know, that's it. Right. But, and I said, and take him one that match by DQ. I know. At a WrestleMania. Right. At a WrestleMania. Right. But now we get interesting. WrestleMania 11. Victim number four, King Kong Bundy. That was that match was kind of odd for me. <laughs> like, taking Bundy, I would think it would have been uh, like uh, Owen Hart, maybe a Yoko. You know what I mean? But yeah, they could, that's WrestleMania 11. So yeah. that was 
See, okay, that's when Owen and Yoko won the tag belt. Yeah, that's that right. Mission. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On the tag belt. Right. You know, this was million dollar. This is a million dollar team. So you know, everybody and their mama was messing with the million dollar. Was messing with taking the million dollar corporation. Now, yeah, that's true. So they, they had to they had to go. They had to go get the big the big gun. Big gun. Right. That's true. Again, another short match. Tenfold. Yeah. So now we start getting. See, our first four, you know, I'm not really going to knock a phone, but now we, we start getting good. WrestleMania 12, Diesel. Okay, yeah. Now, this is when this is where it, it started getting good. Probably one and of my top right- five for Taker as far as WrestleMania. I enjoy it. Yeah. That was, that was pretty good. Yeah. Went over 16 minutes, and which, which was surprising. Mm-hmm. It was a little slow. It was a little slow, yeah. And then this when Diesel was just, Diesel had just turned back heel. Yeah. He turned back heel. He wanted to take, I mean, two big dudes. I mean, you had the jackknife against the tombstone. I mean, they actually sold that story to me. They, they, they advertised it real good. Right. I'm not, I'm not even I'm not even gonna knock it, knock any points for that one. But no. WrestleMania 13, I will. Psycho said for the WWE Championship. Yeah, I'm kind of mixed on that one. Um, I, it, it is it is what it is in that match. You know, I can I can understand that it was okay. You know, I put it in the okay category. You know, this city. Did Seed even fit being champion around this time? Oh yeah, he, he, I mean he was popular, you know. When when he turned on Shawn Michaels, that was it. You know what I'm saying? See, it was very popular. And then when he came back to Memphis with the title like that, oh man, he was that was it. See, it was probably bigger than Jerry Lawler when he won that belt. Seriously, that's how popular Seed was. Yeah, that's how popular Seed was. And well, those who don't know, he's from West Memphis, Arkansas. And if you if you know you know your your geography, that, that's just a, right across the bridge from Memphis. Right. And darn it, I'm gonna say that, this: that when he, when he came out, everybody had their fists ready. You know, he used to bump fists with everybody when he came out. Right. Boy, right. them fists was out when he came out. I mean, he, I mean, dude was over over the top. I'm talking about everything he was doing was just. Man, it was it was popular. It was real popular down here and over in WWE too. You saw the fans, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, so it made sense then. I ain't knocking it. You know, I've seen one of my favorite wrestlers too. You know. Oh, well, oh, he's my favorite, and and I've said it. See, for big man, he's my favorite big man. Right. He because he doesn't. He just especially you go back to the eighties and the nineties. See, it was it was just intimidating. Right. That's what. Yeah. That's what I liked about him. That, that's all he was saying. Right. And he knew how to put that feel in you. But let's go to the, the next WrestleMania, WrestleMania 14. Mm-hmm. Victim number seven. This is Kane part one. Makes sense. You know, of course, that that was, you know, I you know, I like that one. There was some good hype behind that. You know, Kane debuting that bad blood and, you know, it, the whole buildup was just awesome. You know, the whole buildup was Kane, awesome. Yeah, and they made Kane just just look destructive back then. Right. When that's that's when he wore now was now that was that was the two sleeve Kane. That's what I call him. Right. When the, the, the two sleeve Kane looked like a generic outfit he had on. Right. Like it, and I'm just glad over time we started we started seeing him do more. But the way he used to do the he used to do the I call it the snap tombstone because he did it so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They they made Kane devastating. And to be honest with you. I really, to me, because Cam was so dominant at that time, he really should have beat Taker. You know what? Yo. The way they was, the way they, the way they was pushing him to the moon, he should have beat Taker at that WrestleMania. Yeah, that's true. Because I mean, when he came in, he was an intimidating force. Like every time you tried to hit him, he wouldn't feel anything. You know, like you tried to do anything to him, he couldn't feel it, and he was just beating guys up left and right. You know, right and. I mean, just, just laying them out, just dropping, right. dropping, dropping. Right. And that's when you know he didn't want to fight him. Yeah. So they was kind of they was kind of showing a weakness in Taker. Right. 
But Paul Bearer had to get that get that out of him. You know, Paul Bearer was trying to provoke him. You know, yeah. And I have I have so many people say no. Well, no, Kane to be Kane shouldn't have be Kane. You know, should have law like he did. I said no. If you trying to if you trying to push somebody, you trying to push him to the moon. Yeah. Why have I have him fall at WrestleMania? Right. Then we go to one of one of my least favorite. This WrestleMania 15, the Hell in a Cell match against the Big Boss Man. Hell in a Cell against the Big. <clears throat> this was, I believe, when the Ministry was fusing with the Corporation. Okay, yeah, right. And Boss Man, and, and Boss Man, one appeared. Like I said, this was like the one of the least talked. I guess that's almost. I, I didn't like remember it. that person. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, 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 uh-huh. that's my point. I mean, yeah, was, you got a nine minute forty second hell in a cell match, right? I'm like, what's the point? At? If you are gonna make it that short, right? Like I said, we talking about we talking about matches. We just gonna we just gonna pass through. That was one of them. But again, we start getting good again. WrestleMania X Seven Houston Tech Triple H one. That was probably one of my top favorite ones too. Yeah. I, I enjoyed that match a lot. You know, they were fighting all over the place in that one. I enjoyed that. And this was American, and this was American badass right. taker. Yeah. I mean, if you if you follow that storyline, they was doing all kind of stuff to each other. It was crazy. Yeah. I really enjoyed and, it. And like I said, that wasn't even that wasn't even for a mm-hmm. title. No. And 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 they sold it, and and they sold that real good. And that's when Triple H at that at that time frame, Triple H was just uh, he was another one. Laying folks laying out. Folks out left and, right. and you going after Taker? One of the one few that neck that did not show fear to Taker at all. Mm-mm. They had a real good match. Now the next one is probably one of my top ones. WrestleMania 18, Sky Dome. No DQ match, Ric Flair. Well, okay, yeah. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. And I'm gonna tell you, and the reason why I liked it so much, because again, this one Taker had turned back heel. He still he was the more big evilish. He was still American Bad, but he was more evil. big evil. And he went after David. Right. He, he he went after David. He he kept he won the match. Pretty much the same thing Shawn Michaels was had did. And we'll talk about that as we go on. He 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 wanted the match. Rick Flair kept saying no. Taker kept pushing those right. buttons. Then he went after David. And and made him say yes, and one of the and everybody say the coolest part of that match was when Arn hit a very damn good spine buster. As injured as he was, he he still popped a spine buster on mm-hmm. tape. Oh yeah, that was really good. I mean, you went up again. I mean, it was bloody. And like I said, we already know we already know what, what Ric Flair can do, even at this time frame, two thousand two, at his right. age. You knew there was gonna be bloodshed in that match. You knew it was gonna be blood, and he made Taker look like a damn beast. He did. Yes, he did. He, he made Taker like a yes. beast. And that's one thing I can always say about Ric Flair: win or lose, especially if it's somebody he really want to work with. Yep. Oh, he gonna make him look oh, good. Just ask Sting. Yeah. Oh. Th- oh. Definitely. Just ask Sting. Ask Sting. Boy. Ask, ask all, all of them. Right. Oh, ask on yeah. anybody. Right. Hell, you can jump to the future. Ask Jake Lethal. Jake Lethal. That's right. That's true. Then, then we know we talked about least favorites, ones that really shouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. You got WrestleMania. I believe this is nineteen. The handicap match. A train. It was undertaking his A train in the big show. He was supposed to have Nathan Jones as his tag team partner. Nathan Jones came in at the end. You know, that that again, another pointless yeah. match. I hardly remember that. I would one. rather see yeah. I would rather see either have taken Big Show by himself or even A Train. That's when A Train had already converted over. Right. And he was another one with, with laying folks out. It would have made yeah. sense. Because I I'm like, you put Undertaker and Nathan Jones. Now this before he was the Colossal Barrow right. Road. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, 
And like I say, another and we're going back down to the short matches. Yeah, it should have been taking a train, you know. That would have been fine. I've been cool with that, but yeah. Oh nigga big like something that, that kind of makes a little right. sense. But then we go back to the nitty-gritty, and I didn't understand this one, why it was so short. WrestleMania 20, he fought Kane again. Now, this one, a lot of people don't remember, this was the rebirth of the dead man. Right, and they considered that the greatest entrance he's ever done. Which you people don't know that. Yes, they, they have considered this uh, match here, when he came out, they said that was the greatest entrance he ever done as the dead man. Him coming back as the dead man, you know. Yeah. You know, like a lot of people didn't ex- a lot of people, you know, the rumors was going out. The, the rumors of I did, but did we really know if he was gonna come back as the right. dead man? No, nobody did nobody didn't really expect it. And you know what cool what Taker said? He said he rather uh go, came back to uh American badass taker. He said he rather done that the rest of his career. You know, after he com- yeah, after he converted, yeah. He said he wanted to do that the rest of his career, you know? Yeah. But, but you, you know Vin, boy. You, you, you know yeah. Vince. Vince ain't going to let something. I mean, especially if the fans react to right. it. And he did, then he did it in Madison Square yeah. Garden. But I said, the only problem I had with that match, it was so short. Yeah. I mean, if you think, if you think about it, it, it kind of does make a little sense. Because mm-hmm. he's going to come back. He's supposed to be more powerful than ever. Right. Well, you know, again, I would have, like I said, I would have had Taker win this round. Kane would have run the first round. Right. Um, it it would have sold better than me. But again, we're talking about a streak going on. Because right now we already at 12 and 0. We're going to 13 and 0. And this is the WrestleMania they say that he was actually challenged. I would have said the Triple H match. I thought he was challenged more. But they said this match against Randy Orton, WrestleMania 21, he got challenged more. Mm. They said he was challenged explicitly in the street. Now, I, I, read, I think the one against Triple H, he was challenged more, me personally. I mean, don't get me wrong. That was a good match, too. But I don't think it was, like, challenging. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, I believe the streak was on the line the in this was, match. Yeah. I think this was around the time. And I think this is around the time when Cowboy Bob Orton came back. I love that storyline they did when they had him and Randy in the right. caskets. Now that was cool. Yeah, I mean, that, that definitely was cool. Like I said, good, good fifteen minutes match. It was it was in L.A. at the Staples Center, but you know that was already hyped with. Well, that's that's what. Who was who was twenty one? Who made event in 20? Was it uh damn I forgot who um I ain't got I ain't got my computer next to me. Let's see. Let's look it up. I ain't got, got my memory nigga. You know I'm getting getting a little on on, on the yeah. old side, but that's okay. We we can come back to it. But again, this is the Get Snap Podcast. It is the first one of the new year, and and it was a uh, tribulation oh, Batista. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And two of them was that was that main event. And that's, I believe that's when he won the Batista had won the Royal Rumble, and that's when he had to decide what show he oh, was yeah. going to. That was, that was great. Love that. That was funny. They definitely stole it. Yo, yeah. And I say, but you you saw it. I saw. It. I said, yeah, but but Batista mm-hmm. ready. Cause I mean, there's one thing I like about Batista. But only thing I always liked about Batista, Batista stayed oh, clean. Oh yes, man, he had the cleanest suits I ever seen, man. And he could he could come in there with a tank top and some dress pants on with the with mm-hmm. the hat. But it was like I say, see that that's right. clean right there. You didn't see too many big dudes right. be sharp, especially when they did the Evolution reunion. Yeah. Yep. And he 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 credited all that right. there. Well, we had we had WrestleMania 22, Shaw Town, Rosemont, All State Arena, the casket match. Barking. Did it fit? Would that taken Henry? 
Yeah, take a Henry in the casket. Yeah, I, I, I like that match. That was pretty good. You know, Henry held his own, you know. It, I think that was an underrated match, actually. You know, Mark Henry held really? his own, you know. Now, with this, he was with Teddy Long there, so. right? Uh huh. Right. He was. Everything had the little twist in his head. I mean, he, I mean, he, he became like the real, the, the Mark right. Henry that I like. He was the, the world's strongest man. Yeah, he was, got had the, uh, WSM on the back, you know. Think that was it. I'm just laying, yeah, laying folks out. Up. And he another one. And he another one. You talk about guy that ain't show mm -hmm. no fear. And he right. another one. And he was laying folks out again. Only thing I didn't like about that match, it was short. If you're gonna have gimmick matches like this, you got to give it some time. That was like a nine minute match. You got to give right. it some even time. Kamala Undertaker's casket match was long. You know. Right. <laughs> that said something. Now this and now this between the next match on down, his matches started getting longer and they started getting good. You know, we start with WrestleMania 23 World Heavyweight Championship against Batista. Oh, yes. And correct me if I'm wrong, this was Babyface mm -hmm. versus Babyface. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. Yep. And this was at that time Batista was, I mean, Batista was already running. He... He was already, I believe he was on SmackDown at the time. He, he, he was pretty much right. running SmackDown. Mm -hmm. That was his house. And you bring Taker in. You know, Taker get the title back in Detroit full field. Because it just get that aura when Taker does something. Especially when he went in a championship. Right. I mean, the fans just go crazy. And then when he lose it. And that's another thing I like about Taker. When he lose the belt, he don't go rush to right. get it right back. He like my guy. He he timed his his mm -hmm. his reigns. That's one thing I, I do I right. do like. So when he go get the belt back, you know he go and uh, wait for the right time. Yeah, build those build those right. storylines up. Right. Which which leads which leads to the next match, WrestleMania twenty four when he fought Edge. That was good. You know Edge at the time. I'm gonna tell you something. I don't care if nobody say Edge. When Edge became the rated R superstar, I don't think nobody no. could touch him then. Oh, that dude. Oh. I don't think nobody could oh. touch him. Man. Don't think nobody oh. could touch him on the mic. He was hated, boy. They hated his guts. And I was like, and then I asked myself, I said, this the edge we should know. We always talk about, we always talk about right. Roman Reigns. Talking about how Roman Reigns should have been this Roman Reigns back then. This is the edge we should have been had. Right. I mean, the edge and Christian thing was funny, but it for the for the for the for the, right. for the time. But, you know, everything runs its course. You but know, once, yeah. Everything runs its course. And I said when Edge turned here, I think that the Matt Hardy thing kind of yeah. boosted it up too. And you had Lita when you first when you first. Won the world title. You cashed in money in the oh, bank. Yeah. I said it's on. Oh, yeah. It's on. I mean, here I can I can I cannot say he had a bad main event as champion, and then he lost this match right. by submission. Wasn't it the uh, what was Which that? Was Taker was starting to use submission holes then. Right, he was using uh, a lot of those hell yeah. finishes. Uh -huh. Right. Now, now we talked about this. On the last podcast, we talked about greatest WrestleMania matches, and I said that this match here, to me, WrestleMania twenty five, yep. Houston, Texas, Sean him and Shawn Michaels Paul one, I said was the greatest WrestleMania match mm -hmm. to me. And then we if we skip up and go to WrestleMania twenty six, it was. The streak versus the career. Comparing the two, what? Why well, you want to say compare the two? What made both those WrestleManias work? Oh, I think Sean wasn't. I won't say Sean wasn't satisfied. I think it was like I got to have. I got to beat him. You know, it was like he got to do it. It's eating at him. You know what I mean? That he couldn't beat Taker. So right. that was my my thinking. I'm like, man, he just beat me once, man. I can't I can't let that happen again. I've got to beat Taker. That is my before I you know retire or whatever. I got to beat the Undertaker. 
I, you know, yeah, so. Right, and again, you talk about build-ups. Yeah. Talk about build-ups. And you know Shawn Michaels, no matter how old Shawn Michaels gets, one thing Shawn Michaels can do is one, yeah. hype a match up and, and, and tell a story. Because that's one thing Shawn Michaels is. Oh, the Shawn Michaels is. Shawn Michaels, that Mr. Rest of, that Rest, that Mr. WrestleMania right. moniker, that was true. And like I said, I, I always thought the first yeah, one was better. I thought the first one was better than the second. Yes, I agree with that. And it would have been something. Would have been something if if a title was yeah. on the line. It didn't really need, but again, didn't need it. Didn't need it. Did, did not did not need it. And, and Shawn Michaels did everything and everything, everything he can to push them buttons. Right. And it finally worked. And like I said, the second round was the uh that was the end of Shawn right. Michaels' career. Which we know, and I love to build up to that too. Which we know in WWE, I say, which we know in WWE, there's no such thing as a. To me, there's no nigga no retirement match. You talk about telling the story. One thing I did like about the second match, though, was they told the story on that Tucker saying, "I'm gonna end you," just plain straight out. And then you know, near the end of the match, when Sean would like finish me or whatever, like you a coward. Just kept, you know, provoking Taker. Remember that? We were telling them, finish me right. off. I know you can't do it. Or whatever. And Taker just went on tombstone to one, two, three. <laughs> that was that was good, man. That was really good. All right. Now with that being said, he yeah. he got rid of Sean. And then we had WrestleMania 27 and 28. He goes against Triple H. First match, the first one was no yeah. holds barred. I believe you were that there. Yeah, I was at the yeah, I was there, Atlanta, Georgia. Uh huh. Yeah, I was at that one. I mean, now with that being said, seeing it live, what makes it different seeing it live than the see, actually seeing just, it? The crowd, on you know, TV. the atmosphere. You know, that, that's what makes it different. Just watching it at home, you know, you don't get to experience that. But when you out there in the arena with the people, with the you know, with the lights and the and the and the entrance music and stuff, it's just a different feeling. You know. It just it's just something different. It's just better being live actually than, you know, watching it on TV. You know, whenever y'all everybody get the chance, go to a WWE or whatever event live. You you know, it's nothing like it. You know, it's nothing like it. Oh, definitely go to. A, I mean, definitely go to a pay per view. Instead, if you if you even get the chance to go to a WrestleMania, because I said that was one of the things I wanted to do before I leave this surf. I said they had WrestleMania thirty and thirty four yeah. was in New Orleans, and I I checked that off my I bucket mean, list. I mean, yeah. just, just I checked it off my bucket list. Well, actually, I checked I mean, two off at the same time: going to WrestleMania and going to New Orleans. I checked both of those off. So, yeah, right. I say, I mean, even if you go to a WWE yeah. house show, I mean, just the just the feel of being there. It because you're not because you're not gonna hear commentary because you see it live and you go back and watch it on commentary and you're like, damn, because it's like right. you always you miss something. And people, people tell me all the time, like, bro, you was there. Why are you watching it again? You gotta I, hear I gotta, the commentary. I gotta hear right. Commentator was talking about exactly. And then like I said we talking about. WrestleMania 28, the Hell in the Cell match. Shawn Michaels' special guest referee. I'm curious why Triple H didn't put his. <coughs> excuse me. I wonder why Triple H didn't put his career on the line. I don't know. This was more. And correct me if I'm wrong. This is what they call the end of yeah. an era. Yeah, that was the end of an era. I said the match. Yep, the match was good, but the overall ending. When you saw Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Undertakers standing together in the ring, yeah, I, I understood it. You know, I mean, because we thought this is it for all these three. You know what I'm saying? Oh, they were pretty much what yep. the last of the Attitude Era, uh huh. Which I understood it. Yeah, 
I had no problem with it. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh no, I, I didn't. Yeah, uh, I definitely did. Because if you remember the, I believe it was the first match they had in Atlanta. That was was that the one yeah, where they, they just, just looked, looked at, at each other. other. Uh huh. That's the one. They looked at each other. Didn't. Now, now you can't tell me that that that, that didn't sell itself. They just looked at each other. Mm-hmm. Nobody said nothing. And just stared. Oh, we yeah. knew what time it was. We we definitely knew it. So let's go on to WrestleMania 29. Man, life stayed in East Rutherford, New Jersey. The 21st victim was CM Punk. Yeah. Was... Now, let's talk about CM Punk for a minute. CM Punk, he's another one of those guys. I kind of put him in the Shawn Michaels kind of thing. You know, he can yeah. have a match with anybody. And you know his his mic skills oh, yeah. was 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 crazy. And I said, and of course, at this time, CM Punk had Paul Heyman. So that's a plus right there. So, so that, that that's definitely a plus. Because if you remember, CM Punk did the elbow through Taker through, through the Spanish table. Shout out to the Spanish table. Uh, now what it is about that no, Spanish man, announce that's been table? A staple in WWE. Since what? Since the Attitude Era, because the Spanish tape was being well known, right? You know? And I, I remember Rock put a little emphasis on it. You know, he made that famous too when he was talking about the Spanish announce table, French announce table, Ho Chi Minh Child, and all that. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, I, I like right. the finish that they had because then Punk tried to hit that GTS take a reverse, mm-hmm. hit the tombstone, boom, mm-hmm. twenty one and up. Now we oh, get into the nitty gritty. I don't know where you're going. Yes. But you got to get to the nitty gritty. I was there for it because in my backyard, yeah. you was there for it. WrestleMania 30. Oh, Brock Lesnar. All I'm going to say is this. Like I said, I've been to many wrestling events. You've been to many wrestling events. 70,000 people quiet. Yeah. 70, think about no, I take that back. It was about 70, 80,000 people. Give or take a Superdome is a big is a big building if you've never mm-hmm. been in it. It has six, it has six levels. And no matter where you sat in the dome, even though you're looking down, you the way they set it up, they set it up so good. Yeah, that's true. You can see everything. Yes. And then think about when he won, what did they do? They kind of paused for a minute before yeah. they hit the music, cause they wanted they wanted that silence. They got it too, man, cause it was dead silent. You could hear a pin drop. I was like, Seriously. and then like, you know how they tell I mean, they one... you know, thank for joining us. It was still silent, you know. Yeah, <laughs> right. I because they when he lost that match, I think that kind of killed the whole mood of WrestleMania. I think what they should have did, I mean, Daniel Bryan yeah. winning at the end was good. If they was gonna do this, they should have made this the main event. If they was gonna they knew they was gonna break that streak, they should have saved yep. that for last. Right. Send everybody home quiet. Because I I mean I mean, again, if you've never been in the Superdome, yeah. Superdome is very big. And when he hit when he hit the F5 and he hit that three, and they kind of paused for a few seconds before they hit that music. I mean, everybody had their hands over their head. I mean, it it it, it was right. it, it was weird. It's almost like Undertaker died man, in the was, ring. Man. It was so quiet. I was lost for words, man. I couldn't say a, a word. I'm like, what? I thought he kicked out. That's what everybody thought. Yeah. Right. Right. And everybody thought he kicked out. And that's what made that, again, that's what made it weird. And then you're talking about Michael Cole. You know, he talked about how unbelievable it was. The moment was amazing. And he put it in one of his top five. I mean, even to this day, people still cannot believe that that happened. 
to me, that streak should have never, ever, right. ever, ever been broken. Period. That's something they because should have that never is broken. Unique, that is different. And that that was takers, you know. If you imagine imagine him retiring undefeated right. at and WrestleMania. That, that 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 was my thing. And that's that's what I'm gonna lead into with the, the next few matches. Next WrestleMania, he fought mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt. I mean, which I get it, but then I, I did had two entities going at it. You know what I'm saying? Had to you had to eat our worlds against the dead man. And then you gotta think about Bray Wyatt had already lost yeah. at WrestleMania 30. So he so I would have thought, you know, they would have gave him something for him to win, but again, they took it to the top because he right. wanted he wanted Taker. He wanted Taker. He got Taker, which goes into the next one. WrestleMania 32. Shane McMahon, Hell in a Cell. I like you know, I like I like that match there. That was good. Like I said, I have Shane can work, man. I don't care what nobody say. Shane can work. He can work with anybody. And him and Taker was good. Shane was t- he was taking a butt whooping. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. He was taking a whooping. And if I don't remember, right. Vince McMahon booked that. Because I believe that was around the time they were doing the commissioner right. thing. Uh-huh. The commissioner. Stephanie was uh, commissioner. Raw Shane was commissioner SmackDown and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I say I didn't. I say I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. One night I didn't want to see it. I wanted to see, but when you put it hell in a cell, you mm-hmm. already knew something was gonna happen. You knew somebody was gonna go off that cage. Mm-hmm. Somebody was gonna get hurt. And again, I agree. One thing about Shane. Yes, Shane can take a butt kick. Shane. Shane. If you go back to look at a lot of Shane yeah. McMahon matches, Shane has been. Shane has fell off right. all kinds of stuff. And still walking. <laughs> Shane, he can't, Shane has been gone. If you remember, he got he got thrown through the glass at King of the Ring. And matter of fact, they had to do it. He had to throw him twice the first right. time the glass didn't even break. And then he what is Shane? What is Shane? Uh, 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 I'm like Steve Blackman hit him with the kendo stick. Remember that? And, and, yeah. he, and, and he went down. Remember, he jumped. He jumped. Off a of, off a of scaffold or whatever, whatever that was, right. he landed on Big Show. Mm-hmm. When, Tess, when Tess was his backup. That's right. Saying they yeah, could put on a, a good match. And to say he he's not a wrestler. Shane Tang can do so. I definitely give him credit for that. But let's go on to this one. The next one. No holes bar, WrestleMania 33 against Roman Reigns. I did not agree with Reigns winning, especially because Reigns was at that phase where nobody was yeah. feeling him. So I don't know what they thought him beating Taker was going to do for him. Because they I mean right. they still booed him, and right. then Taker did the old the the, the, did the swan right. song like we we thought it was over, and it right. wasn't. Again, with again, we talk about with WWE. You don't, you ain't gone. You never really gone. You could be right. in the Hall of Fame. You still gonna wrestle. You right. never really gone unless you lead his earth. Especially in the, and I think a right. lot of wrestlers would tell you. I understood it at the same time. I understood it we, because I guess they were trying to, you know. Once again, you got the veteran, you got the new guy. You know, they want to put him over, but at the same time, like you said, they wasn't feeling it. It felt like it was forced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Now, you don't want you don't force fans in force they, 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 fans they, anything. Nope, not at all. And it still really didn't do nothing for only Dolly had. Okay, I I be taking Brock did. He did the streak. You know, right? It didn't mean anything. Right. Now, I had you? I had. Now and, we, and again, let, let's go back. <laughs> if Roman Reigns was gonna be the one to beat the streak, yeah. I would I would have said okay. If he would have been the one, a, a new guy, a, a younger guy, I would agree with that. Lesnar, no, I would. If Roman would have did it, 
Uh, he be probably he probably will never be a right. baby face ever again. Oh hell no! But I would I, I would have understood it. And then we go to WrestleMania 34. Again, I was there for mm -hmm. that. You was there for that when he fought John that was Cena. Squash. Pretty much. Well, I, now, would you even call? I I would have thought. They wouldn't have counted it because of yeah. how they built it up. Because we never got we he, we never got a yes to the night of. Yeah, Cena was in the crowd, and he put him up. He put him us got yeah. And like it was saying, like well, got got be, so we might well let him be Cena. You know, just kind of whatever. You know, that was kind of like a whatever match. You know, that pretty much all it was. I mean, we wanted, yeah, true enough. We want to see Taker, and and that that WrestleMania, the card no. wasn't really mm -hmm. that great to begin with. The card wasn't really that great, especially when Jinder yeah. Mahal winning the U.S. title. I mean, I that was 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 not working with, and then on top of that, Brock beat Roman. We yeah. thought Roman was gonna be that champion. Didn't happen. Right, so we got food again. That was people's upset, boy. Who we? Oh my god, you got yeah. to be kidding me again. Because I mean, we all had it in our brain. It was Roman time. We, we, I mean, like the crowd was going crazy. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, not again. Right, and then we lead on to his, his final WrestleMania. The bone, y'all, man. Yes, now, this is one of my top favorites, too. This, I, mm. let, let me ask you this. Let mm. me ask you before we before we go on. Absolutely. Was AJ the right choice? Absolutely he was. And that, I'm, dude, there is nobody else that he could have picked but AJ. AJ was the perfect choice. He was actually take a hand picked AJ. That says a lot, man. And that says a lot. Yes, AJ was the choice. Yeah, that I say even though even though it was cinematic and they did a lot of editing, of course, that man. You know the really trip sucked. part. They said that was the best match on the card. A cinematic match. A cinematic right. match. So what does that say? Mm -hmm. What does that say? Yeah. But you know right. why? Because and everybody wants to see it. And it was at the right everybody time. Everybody wants this, to see it. You talk about a swan song. You talk about going out. That's how you go out. You know, you got Metallica playing, you know. Exactly. It's perfect. That that's just that was perfect. The whole it all of it was timing. The timing was perfect. I definitely put that as my one of my top five Undertaker WrestleManias, that boneyard match. Cause every and AJ was just he was phenomenal, mm -hmm. no and pun intended. He was he was great. He did it, you know. AJ can work with anybody, man. I, I you know I don't even have to explain that. And another thing, a lot of people, a lot of people may say, you know, AJ's getting older. Of course, he's getting older, but he's not doing yeah. as much as he used to when he was younger. I mean. You go back and watch some old school AJ style matches. I'm talking right. way before TNA. Go back to NWA Anarchy mm -hmm. when he was in when he was Bay out of Georgia. Go back to those days. And correct me if I'm wrong. He came to Memphis and did some shows at the what we what right. we once knew mm -hmm. as Liberty Lane. Right. But you got a chance to see him live before did that before AJ Styles was even on the map. Right. I mean, he was known independently. Especially, especially around this Tennessee, Georgia, mm -hmm. the Tennessee, Georgia area, AJ was, AJ was very known and popular. And then he got the opportunity to go mm -hmm. to NWA TNA. It blew him up. And build his that brand. That blew him up. Yeah. First division champion. I mean, he was super young when he won the NWA title the first time. I mean, you got to think about all the veterans that was there. You got to right. think about the man that ran that company. A lot of people have they 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 thoughts about mm -hmm. Jeff Jarrett, but Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett wonder he right. believed in you 
This is what you just, get. Yeah, just you ask get AJ, AJ You know, just ask truth. You know, hey, because yeah, he made he made he made true to star right. more than WWE. Did. If we put the put right. the end points out on him twice, that truth right now. You know, pairing him up with the hurt business. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that, yeah, Ron, yeah, that Ron the Truth Kennedy film. Y'all don't know what I'm talking about. Just Google Ron the Truth Killings. Go watch mm -hmm. those old NWA TNA. Cause he was more, he was he was still rapping, but he was more yeah. he was more serious and he was dangerous. Right. I mean, he there beat Ken Shamrock mm -hmm. for the title. <laughs> and exactly. when he won it, yeah. he was shot. He became the first black NWA champion. And if and if you didn't mm. know that, that that was a that was a fact. I said then he had to. I said when we got to meet him, uh, when he came down when uh, me and Sada All Star really had the anniversary show. He came. He was yeah, winning he was three, live, three crew live Yeah, three stuff. live crew. Yeah. Uh huh. Man, we got a chance to talk to him. I got to find that picture. I got it somewhere in some sad, but you know, got a chance to, nice. to talk to him and meet him. Very nice guy. So and he was, was still making albums in yeah, Memphis. Remember people, remember he was K Crush and K Quick. He was K Quick and yeah. K Malik. Oh, you can't forget about K Malik. Oh, yeah. Fans. K Malik. We, we gonna take it oh, back. yeah. When he was in NWA Wildside in Georgia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, take it back. And then when. You know, like I said, he came back to Memphis. He was, yeah, he was part of that MCW crush, yep. faction. Because mm -hmm. he was the, he was the MCW he was a, champion. What could it was? A yeah, Southern he was heavyweight the champion? Heavyweight that was the, the top belt? Uh -huh. Yeah. Now the Southern was the top belt. That's right. Yeah. And this, okay. This was Southern heavyweight. Right. It was shooting with Power Pro Wrestling at the time. And now, correct me if I'm wrong. This was after him and Road Dog, right? This was after him. And, no, this was before. Cause when he went to WWE, was he was him K. And Road Quinn, Dog? You know, and then that's when the three, uh, two, you know, uh, they started going. Yeah, cause after after he left Memphis, he went to WWE. And since we on the subject of truth, I mean, we we pretty much done talking about Taker, talking about you know his WrestleMania matches, what we like and don't like. You know, we get the pun. We we start talking about other things. And since we talking about truth, no, look like truth ain't aged a bit. Number one, and believe it or not, like I say, a lot of people see truth now. You think he, you know, is all comedy and all that. Again, go back. Go watch some of those those Ron the True Killing matches. Go back and watch those matches he was in KAW. Mm -hmm. That's kick ass wrestling for those who don't know. Go back to those days and watch the difference. Because if you go back, watch those matches, look at him now, right. you can see, okay, he can do this. He can he can be fun. He can be hilarious. He he put in that work. Because Tooth is a right. veteran. Dude is definitely, dude is definitely a, a veteran. And like I say, I to me and and a lot of people disagree with me on this, but I think they built that twenty four seven title for him. him. Like you said, they need to just call the R Truth title. That's it. You know. I must say, and and he ain't nothing but forty eight years old. So right. in wrestling and years, see, that's he was still unique in his young. own right. Doing the splits, you know, like instead of ducking, he ducked the clothesline with a split. You know, he did a split, you know, like when you go for a clothesline, he'll just do the split, you know. And then doing the backflip in the corner, you know, when he go to the corner backflip, it's just unique. I mean, if you go back and look at his... Championship reigns. I mean, the dude had done some things. Now I'm just go through him. He was Cyberspace Wrestling Federation. He was their heavyweight champion. We talked about he was a uh, MCW mm -hmm. Southern Heavyweight Champion twice. NWA Wildside TV Champion. Uh, he they won tag. Billy, he yep. was tag team of the year with Kofi in 2012. Right. Ranked number 18 in 2004 mm -hmm. the top 500. 
I mean, and we go we go to the TNA thing. He was two time NWA champion, two time tag team champion. It was pretty much doing the Freebird rule. One of my personal favorites, which a lot of people don't like, when he won the TNA version with Pac Man Jones. I mean, you made Pac Man Jones look good, and Pac Man right. Jones did not one move. Yeah. <laughs> Pac Man I mean, because when when Team and Pac Man came, you came in, right? You came in acting like a heel, and y'all became a team. Which I thought, I thought to me, I thought it was dope. I, I liked it. I just think, what if Pac Man Jones did wrestle? And for anybody asking me why he didn't wrestle, this one he, this one Pac Man stayed yeah, in trouble. I believe he, was he still playing with Tennessee then? Mm-hmm. You play with Tennessee, he was pretty much suspended, right. but they told him he couldn't yeah. wrestle. Mm-hmm. So that's why they came with the Pac Man rule. Yeah, and still some. became a tag team champion. But I, I thought, like I said, I, I mm-hmm. thought it was cool. I liked it. A lot of people didn't. And then you go to the WWE time. We already know 4,500 times he was a 24 7 champion, tag team champion, two time U.S. champion. Two-time hardcore champion. He won the mm-hmm. Mixed Mac Challenge season two with Carmella. He got the bragging right trophy with Team SmackDown in 2009. Oh, I mean, to me, oh, that's God. that's a damn good pedigree. But especially for a guy that a lot of people see now and was comical. But I, but here, here, one thing I did like about Truth, and I, I think they should have gave them more of a run yeah, with it, was the that awesome was a pretty good team. I give them that. Yeah, that was pretty good. I like, especially, especially when they got fired, they came back, they jumped on Cena and The Rock. Yeah, and you, you got, got a main event out of it. Truth back, you know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, I like Awesome Truth. Maybe they, yeah. he remixed What's Up, called it You Suck. Yeah. And then you know, once the, 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 the scene of rock thing comes, then we started right, so slowly seeing the comedy him, come back. He, he kind of, he was like the old school, like um, Ron the Truth, but he added a little kind of crazy to it. You know what I mean? Especially remember that part when he said, uh, right. everybody was saying what to him, and he said, y'all gonna make me lose my mind. You know? Yeah. He said, don't want me. Like, don't want me. Jerry Law was like, he said, you gonna make me lose my mind. He said, you already did that. That was Jerry Law was saying. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, he would just, he can do that. He can take it easy now. You know what I'm saying? All right. That's why I think he, yeah. he's gonna be one of those lifers like Mark Henry was. He's gonna be, gonna be one of those lifers. But we're going we to we close it out. We're going right. to jump back on the Undertaker before we got out of here. I got to ask, when is he going to go in the Hall of Fame? Give, give hoping, me a prediction. Uh, if they do have one this year, it could be this year or maybe next year, I'm assuming. Because I know this is it for Taker. I'm, I mean, this ain't no uh, – I think this is really it. You know what I'm saying? This ain't no – coming back and then doing it. No, this is it. Right. So I'm assuming it's either going to be this year, if they have it, or maybe next year. That's my guess. Because yeah, they still got a quote-unquote right, and, and duck the one from last NFL. year. Because yeah. they still they still call them, still calling yeah. them Hall of Fame elects. Well, they, they still got to go in. So I agree. What they should do is put, if they do WrestleMania, put those guys in. If you're not going to do it, yeah. In a quote unquote ceremony, just do it virtual. Mm-hmm. Just do it just do it virtual. Do it virtual. I was kind of hit or miss at how they did it the previous time when they actually had the Hall of Fame yeah. ceremony in the ring. That 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 was kind of right. weird. Now, something I had, had to get used to. I mean, if you're gonna do it that way, do it that way. Let's get these guys in. Because what you don't want, what I what I don't want is have him go in. With somebody bigger or somebody on his level, i.e., if like if they want to put mm. the rock in, don't put him in with Taker, don't put him in with Triple. H. He needs to go by himself. Yeah. I mean, you could put some some names in there, like I, for example, if, right. if, if it was Christian time or Regal time, right? Now put him in with guys like that. I mean, they got big names, they've done a lot, but that you want you want to be right. just Taker. 
if I, so if I had to decide, I would say definitely not at this WrestleMania. Depending on what happens at depending on the pandemic, with if it ain't done within the next two years, we we know the world got a lot got a lot going on. I would say the next WrestleMania, if they get fans, we we can't send Taker home. We can't say Taker home with no fans. Cause because and I say that because if you think about the final curtain when he came out. Yeah, Survivor Series. That would have looked a whole lot better with with real fans. And I, and I think a lot of people wasn't really wasn't really rocking with it. To me personally, I wasn't either. Mm-hmm. There's something like that. You gotta have some fans. I, I mean, even if you have to do it, I mean, you don't have to do it in a stadium. I do it in a in a setting right. where it can look like a lot of people there. <laughs> But I say within the next two years he's going, and like I said, do not put him in with Rock and Triple H and and all them. And I'm pretty sure, even if that happens, I'm oh, pretty yeah. sure Taker will be the main attraction. Depend, depending on how how yeah, depending on Rock's ego. But Taker, but when Taker goes in, he definitely be the headline. But what I would say, if he goes in, only one person oh. should go with him, and I that's Kane. Did. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they go in, they need to go in together. I, I, I think I think that'll work perfect. I definitely think that'll work perfect. But ladies and gentlemen, what you just heard is the first Get Snap podcast of 2021. And I, I tell you this. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. Appreciate you listening. Don't care if it's one person or a million people. And like I said, I've said it many times. This is not easy. This is definitely not easy, especially when you when you're talking off the cuff. Especially if you don't have something in front of you to kind of go off of. This is not easy. <clears throat> but when you're dealing with something that you like, and we definitely love professional right. wrestling, as as you go on, it gets fun. And things start, start coming to you. So what I will tell you in 2021, we're going to be more active. We're definitely going to be more active. Again, we're going to be, you know, we're still going to do some Q&As. A lot of you love the Q&A, so we're definitely going to do that. We're definitely going to be talking about, we might even talk about specific events and just focus on them. Past pay-per-views, you know, we might even talk about events, indie shows that we go to and talk about, you know, those matches. Now, once, you know, yeah. the indie scene starting getting up a little higher, we, I could definitely do reviews from those. So what I look to do in, in February, if I'm still available to do it, I'm going to do a report on the show in February at the uh, Omen Arena in February. If you didn't see, you know, they've added Brooke Hogan is actually going to be added to that list of people that's going to be there. So that's definitely going to be interesting, too. So we talked about Jake the Snake is going to be there. We talked about IRS is going to be there. We talked about Demolition Acts, and now they added Brooke Hogan. A lot of people say, well, why does that matter? If you look, if you oh, saw right. Brooke Hogan, huh. I wouldn't care if she couldn't wrestle or not. So she's definitely going to be there. That's um, in February at the Omen Arena. I believe it's February the 6th. Yes, it's February the 6th, Omen Arena. That's going to be their first show of 2021 in that venue. You're going to see some, I know we we, we talked about it a little bit, going to see some cage matches, going to see some return title matches. So if you are in the Memphis area, Mississippi, you can drive it, put it that way. If you can drive it, you need to be there because a lot of these wrestlers, mm-hmm. are, are, they're, they're driving long hours too. And I'm going to say USA Championship Wrestling, shout out to them as always. Very fan friendly. You're definitely going to enjoy yourself when you go there. So February 6th, be there. I'll be posting more updates as I get them on the uh, Snap Customs page and my personal page. And also, one last thing before we get out of here, go check out Bad Superman TV on YouTube. That is my 
YouTube channel. Like, share, subscribe it. Um, I put some matches on there last week. I'm probably going to get some more on this week. Just have to decide what I'm going to put on there because I have a lot, a lot, a lot of material that I can put on this page. I just kind of break it up. At least put two, three matches from various events. And a lot of it is old. Don't get me wrong, but you probably never saw it. Because because the one I put on mm -hmm. there with Jerry Lawler and Reed Flair, not that. too many people saw that match. Yeah, I saw it on, on there. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> nope, no. I, I'm say, no. As I said, I'm trying to be real particular as to what I put on there. But like I said, I probably put some on there sometime this week. But again, it's Bad Superman TV. Like, share, subscribe. It definitely appreciate it. I promise you, you're going to enjoy what you see. And if you have any suggestions of what you would like to see, you never know. I may have it in this collection because I just may have it or something close to it. But again, we about to get out of here. We already started your week off right. So on your way to work, go on, listen to us, go on, play it back. Tell a friend, tell a friend, friend. Let's, let's, get, let's get the listens up. But before we go, as always. Yeah, I just want to say one thing. Move, uh, shout out you to the put Rock out. for uh, buying downtown Bruno a truck. And people may not know this, but the Rock actually bought downtown Bruno an F-150. You know, because uh, people don't know that downtown Bruno actually bought the Rock his first car when he came to Memphis. Yeah. He bought now, him his I, first car because when he started here, you know, he was Flex Cavana. And yeah, and downtown Bruno Look actually bought him his car, his first car when he got here. So uh, Rock never forgot where he came from. And that's what, one thing I respect about the Rock. As big as he is now, he never forgot where he came from. He still talk about Memphis, how he got started, you know, every interview. He mentions Memphis. He mentions USWA, all that stuff. He teamed up with Bart Sawyer and, you know, all that stuff. Man, he remembers all that. And now he gave back to uh, downtown Bruno. So shout out to him, man. Shout out to him. Oh, most, most, most definitely. Who's downtown Bruno? Again, look it up. He was downtown right. Bruno way before he was Dr. Harvey Whippleman. He... He, I mean, he's Harvey Whippleman. Oh, yes, he is. Whether he's a real man or not, he's a legend in this business. Yes. Being a man. Yep. Yeah, he always talk about where he's from. He's from Walls, Mississippi. Never been to Walls, Mississippi, yeah. but I will tell you this. It's I know people town. that's from yeah, Walls, Mississippi. It's, it's very town. small. Walls, Mississippi is so small. If you if you walk down, if you right. walk down to another block, you're in another town. Mm-hmm. That, that that's how small it is. But yeah, I, I definitely agree. Big up to the rock for doing that. We need to hurry right. up, get the XFL going. Let's see what you do with that as well. I, I think you I think you, you you're gonna do some things that's that's really gonna take it to, to new heights, and we, we do know right. that it's not gonna fold this time. But ladies and gentlemen, again. We said all that to say this. Keep listening to us. We'll see you guys again this week. I do some homework to see what I'm gonna what we're gonna talk about. If you got suggestions, let us know on the Snap Custom page. But with that being said, I am the bad superman. He's the notorious one. This has been the Gear Snap Peace. Podcast, first of 2021, and we out of here. <laughs>